Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. I've had, to, I've, I've had to really sit down and go within myself and understand what am I doing this for? Mm-hmm. Am I doing this from emotion or am I doing this from business? Because you can't mix both. Mm-hmm. And if I try and mix both, it may become detrimental to what I really want to mm-hmm. do. So <clears throat> I, had to, I had to let go of the emotion and just think with my business head on and actually understand that probably would be a better move for me. Find something to attach yourselves to. Mm-hmm. It might be the streets, yeah, it might yeah. be drugs, it might yeah. be alcohol, it might be football, yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. And majority of the time it is the streets, you know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of your friends have the same dynamic, do you know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of my adversity and my mental issues came from relationship-based, so I could I could give advice. And you see why players make it out, if you yes. really want it. Yes. Yes. Like, on, I remember I used to train on the Monday with the young boys as well, do you know what I mean? And again, like, Gav and Kaz create an environment where don't bring your ego in here, because we'll cause chew you up and spit you out. <laughs> listeners welcome back to yet again another episode of the beautiful game podcast as always i'm your host budge and i'm joined by my faithful two co-conspirators dot and dej gents how are we doing the sun's shining it's a lovely day yeah. how are we man i'm good budge man how are you how are you i'm i'm good i'm good a day like this you, you, you can't be anything else you know what i mean of course <laughs> definitely how about you dej man yeah i'm good enjoying the weather enjoying the good vibes yeah. let's get this started fantastic <laughs> so Listeners, we've got a very, very special uh, episode for you today. We um, have a very special guest. We're going to have a deep dive into his career. Um, you, you guys can't see, but um, for the Game of Thrones fans of, uh, of, of, of you that are listening in, this this guy stands at six foot five. And he was the um, he was a stunt double um, in, in 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 Game of Thrones for the mountain when he was wearing the, the, the armor. <laughs> So part part time footballer, part time movie star. You know, <laughs> we welcome guys um, Bromley um, FC centre back Mark Anthony to the table. How's it going, bro? I'm good, man. I'm good. Hope you're good. Thank you for having me as well. Thank, Thank you, you for, for making the time, on. man. Thanks for Thank coming you. on. We appreciate this a lot. Absolutely, man. So so like we said, um, this this whole episode is going to be dedicated towards uh, the career of of of, of Mark Anthony. Um, and he's just going to basically take us through his career, the highs, the lows, um, and anything you know that he wants to he wants to remark upon. 
So what I want to start off with is um, a very, very special moment, which was last season, mm. uh, whilst you were playing for uh, Braintree Town. Mm. And obviously you guys secured a promotion to the Vanarama National League uh, through the playoffs. Take us back to that moment, like... Moment, that that moment. moment in particular, <laughs> like, what were you feeling? What was going through your mind? Like, the emotions, literally everything. Like, Do you want to know that, what, yeah? Yeah. It's, for me, <clears throat> it wasn't just the playoff final or the semi-final. It was the season. Mm. And the way our season went, there was only one outcome. Like, we're going up. Yeah. It's simple. The fact we're even here is already done. Mm-hmm. All we got to do is just execute. Mm. Um, stay true to ourselves, work hard for each other and execute. Um the feeling, undescribable. And again, it being with uh, the bunch of boys that it was. Mm. And people say that in football a lot. Oh, my football brothers and football family. Like, these are my brothers. Do you know what I mean? Even down to the gaffer, like mm. Bradley Quinton. <clears throat> proper, proper, proper family um, off the pitch as well. Mm. So to, to achieve promotion was just almost like a thank you. Mm. All of us just saying thank you to each other um, for the support. And even for the fans as well, um, it's amazing, amazing, mm. amazing, amazing experience, amazing for you. So, so you would say that the the group of lads that you were playing with at Braintree were um, the, the the best in terms of the rapport that you had with them, in terms of your relationships. No, hundred percent, hundred percent. Beginning of the season, we had no players. Um, I think a lot of the old Braintree boys left when they got relegated. Bradley Quinn come in, took a load of boys, pretty much out of the Ryman Prem. Um, a few of the Enfield boys went, went down there they knew each other <clears throat> but we've gone down literally as a, a team made from nothing mm. um, so to embark on a season we had uh, you couldn't even you couldn't even try and uh, imagine mm. or, or predetermine yeah. what we would achieve um, we were the underdogs and I think that's that's the energy that we had in the camp like we're the yeah. underdogs Mm. like come let's go yeah, do you know yeah, what I'm saying yeah, yeah, like yeah. let's let's yeah, do this yeah, isn't yeah. it like yeah. there's all these teams you've got the chance with the Dartford and, and whatever who've got good budgets and players and we're just like forget that man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean we've got something that none of these boys have we've got hunger they think yeah. we're Ryan Prem boys yeah alright cool like yeah, let's see do you know what I mean? yeah. and yeah. We, we moved up that league differently um, played crazy football mm. um, probably worked detriment, de- detrimentally to us Around January, pitches mm-hmm. started to change, and we can't okay. pop it about no yeah, more. We, yeah, just, yeah. we were losing. We didn't win a game for I think a whole month. Then we lost key players, and like, but the way we just grafted. I mean, mm. I think um, it, it it matured my game and me as a person as well because mm-hmm. obviously being made skipper down there as well. There's no excuses. You're you're yeah. you you're are you're the standard. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. do you know yeah. what I mean? You have to hold yourself accountable mm-hmm. and know that. You've got you've got you got to be a role model for the players around you, um, but the main thing for us was just hard work and attitude. Um, mm. We knew we had the ability to just play any team off the pitch. Yeah. So how was it in terms of you said that you were the skipper in terms of like leadership in terms of do people come to you when things are going wrong or was there like several leaders in the camp so um, you wasn't only like the the first call contact. This is the thing like and <clears throat> when when Bradley Quinton announced me as captain. Um, these are the oh, have a, I'm saying something to the boys have a speech or whatever the main thing I said was um, everybody in this squad is a leader 
Yeah. I may wear the armband and lead us out, but every single one of us are leaders here. Mm-hmm. I'm not no better than anybody. No mm-hmm. one's less than me or better than myself. Yeah. I mean, we're all on level grounds mm-hmm. and we're all going to push each other through this season. Um, so at first I was kind of nervous because I'm thinking, raw like, Obviously at Merstham it was it was it was different. Merstham I was there prior mm-hmm. to Brady. I'm thinking I can just come here. I'm sorry, turn up on a match day. <clears throat> I don't really need to worry about anyone. No, mm. no, no, no. Um, but being captain at Braintree, I thought, right, this is a lot. I can't afford to slap. Yeah. yeah. But it, it 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 ignited a different person. Mm. Like I had to become accountable for myself. And I feel like when you become accountable for yourself, um, you become selfless in your actions towards others as well. Do you know so what I mean? is that in terms of in the football environment, but also outside in your life, did it um, did it have that kind of effect? So I'll, would you say it was like having a baby and you're not ready for it kind of thing, so you have to get to grips with it or... Yeah, kind of. It's, it's just that fear, do you know what I mean? But mm. fear isn't real, it's something you create, do you it's know an what I'm illusion, saying? So, yeah. Exactly, mm. so mm. I had that fear at the time and I'm, I'm thinking, right, do you know what? I am who I am. Like I, me having an armband doesn't now doesn't make me a change. captain. Yeah, I'm a leader yeah, by default. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. why I've been made captain. Do you okay. know what I'm saying? Just yeah. activate the power that yeah, I, yeah, I operate yeah. from. Do you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Um, outside of life, I don't think it had an effect on me outside of football. Mm. Being honest, because as I said, I know I know who I am. Yeah, like yeah. I'm, I wasn't doing anything differently in Braintree than I was doing anywhere oh, else. Yeah, yeah. Does that make sense? And I think that's important as well. Like you don't want to be a captain where your teammates are or you're busy or yeah, not even busy yeah. in that sense because it's good to be busy in terms of working hard but mm-hmm. just you're, you're, you've are you now adopted other components to yeah. your character that you didn't have before you had an armband mm-hmm. so I don't feel like that applied to me and I feel like that's why I, I kind of um, I received the respect of my peers and my players because they just knew Mark's just being real to him do you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying yeah. um, never try to make it seem like I'm better than anybody mm-hmm. or do you know what I mean? I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't no really like those things. Yeah. yeah, no ego, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's a big show of faith for your manager, you know, to start a squad from scraps mm. and to say, Mark, I want you to be the captain. So that's a big show of faith. So 100%. Yeah. Like, I've got so much respect for Bradley Quinton. He, I'm someone I feel like with the career I had, I've always said, put me there and I'll do my thing. Put mm. me there and I'll show yeah. you. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? And he allowed me the, the, the opportunity to be at the level that it was. And to do my thing with no fear, no pressure. Yeah. Go mm. play. I don't care how many times you lose the ball, keep playing on the back. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, just express yourself. And that is, I can't even put into words the gratitude behind that philosophy. Yeah. Um, you see it now with a lot of foreign football managers these days. And mm. Young boys just play, look at Ajax. No yeah. fear, yeah. just play. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know so that's mean? what I'm trying to say. Yeah, do you sure. like that more? Because there's two ways to manage as a manager there's the pragmatic style. Mm. We don't really build relationships. We're all about results. Mm-hmm. Do you guys agree? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then there's a modern day style, should I say, where it's let's pass the ball, let's create an ambience within the camp, let's mm-hmm. all have great relationships, let's mm-hmm. all go for meals together, etc., mm-hmm. etc. Yeah, et yeah, yeah. Pep, Poch, Klopp, mm-hmm. those type yeah. of money. What's your take on that? I, I definitely think um, the latter is is, is most important. Would you say I, I, Would you say that ten years ago? <coughs> um. Yeah, because 10 years ago, I feel like that mentality of win, win, win and no care, that's when you're just thinking business or money. 
Or, or, or just, or you're, or you're just thinking yeah. winning. Real Ten years ago, I wasn't yeah. thinking winning. I'm thinking mm-hmm. I'm trying to ball. Like I'm trying to show you I can ball. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? So I feel like now, and I've said it before, like football, I feel it is an analogy of life mm-hmm. in various different ways. So how would you treat the woman in your relationship? Do you know what I mean? How do you treat your brothers or your sisters at home? Mm. It's not. There's is a is an ongoing process. Do you know what I mean? Your mm. brothers and your sisters. It doesn't mean your only brothers and sisters when you've done something naughty and you don't want your sisters to mm. tell mum. Mm. Like yeah, yeah, you, you yeah, maintain yeah. your relationship. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. The whole way through. So I feel like the modern, the modern dynamic of coaching now is definitely one that's more conducive um, for the future of the game as well. Do mm. you know what I mean? In terms of players accessing their potential and and expressing themselves in the right ways. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So taking it back to, to the past season, um, I think it's, it's really interesting when I hear about you speaking about the various components and and now I understand more so why that win was extra special mm. just because of the, the, the different factors that built up to, towards that. Mm. And what I find so interesting is the fact that you guys were like a ball playing team. You guys mm. were pulling mm. team off the park because... Mm. It takes time to build that kind of rapport, that understanding with your 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 uh, fellow players to for you to be able to to develop that style of football. Do you know what I mean? I would have yeah. expected it just to be whilst you're, you're you're in that sort of stage of, of of developing and learning that you're just playing like route one or very yeah, more yeah, yeah. more direct football. Yeah, do you know, I think yeah, yeah. it takes some time. I think that style of football more comes from everything off the pitch. Mm. I'm guessing you guys had a great ambience within the camp. Everyone was, but and it's Everyone, pretty much what yeah. you were saying. Oh, yeah, into the idea and the concept. Yeah, yeah, so, just results. Yeah, you know, obviously think, when I was a kid, I used to play at fish, and it was just about results. You mm. don't care how you're gonna be, mm. kick it, hoof mm. it. It's a results based mm. business. But, you know <laughs> did, did that work for you though? Yeah, it worked at the time. Yeah. We won trophies, but, yeah, but there, there's one thing saying it worked. Did you enjoy it? I didn't enjoy it. I didn't enjoy mm-hmm. it. But yeah, and I, it's, was, it's, I don't want to discredit as well the recruitment from mm. the coaching staff at the yeah, time was yeah. spot on. Mm. This is, it wasn't just by fluke, I don't feel. Well, I know it wasn't. Oh, the so footballing guys knew what they were looking yeah, for. Yeah, you need to picture as this. So let's say you just left the Ryman Prem, you've got a job in the conference. Mm. You can go back to the Ryman Prem and pick any player you want. Everyone wants to play the level higher. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so you've had a massive pool of players to pick from and you specifically pick certain players mm-hmm. to come together. Certain mentalities and characters as well. Yeah. That you may have seen by playing against that player mm. to come and feel, to come and create an atmosphere in a in a club you've gone to like that's that shouldn't be looked past. You know what yeah, I mean? of yeah. course, of course, absolutely. Okay, cool, man. So, 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 yeah. Like I said, I, I think it it just pe- paints a perfect picture for us now in terms of that moment. Like we can live that moment with mm. you now on that mm. picture. You guys, when when you knew you were going up. So I want to now flip it on his head and I want to bring in a very different emo- emotion. Mm. So obviously you were very happy, you were elated or whatever that mm. you guys were, 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 were going up and you were captain in that side and after all, all that you'd been through. Mm. Now obviously um, you recently moved um, to, to Bromley, which is uh, a team that you basically grew up um, at and we're going to obviously go back through your, your journey and, and, and all the stages of it. <coughs> But I can imagine after all of those emotions, after everything that you guys had achieved throughout the season, the decision to leave and go to Bromley must have been a very, very difficult decision. Bittersweet. But it's bittersweet because obviously you guys have achieved what you've achieved, but Bromley was your boyhood club. So how you make that decision to, 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 to move and, 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 and you know, uh, go on to Pastors New 
so to speak, mm. um, must have been a tough one. So, in the same way, like take us through your emotions and your thoughts at that time when you know when that offer came in or whatever, and and you were at, like thinking about the decision. It was possibly one of the hardest decisions I ever made. Um, and I know people just say things like, genuinely, this was probably one of the toughest decisions of my life. Um, <clears throat> in January, um, Bromley contacted me anyways and said... So was that via an agent or...? No, this is yeah, the that's... chairman, Jerry. Like, yeah, I've known okay. Jerry from before. Yeah. Um, once he's contacted me and asked if I want to come down, do you know what I mean? And at the time, I'm, I'm, I know I'm skipper at Braintree for one. I'll never walk away from them in that situation. We was doing well, and I'm thinking, no, like I want to get promoted with these boys. So I said to Jerry respectfully, like, um, I need to finish what I'm doing here, and mm. then we we will speak, um, hopefully in the summer. <clears throat> so this is the thing: you have business and you have emotion, and the business side of it is that I'm not going to stay at Brain all my life. Mm-hmm. I want to try and progress. Mm-hmm. Um, but the tricky bit was we've just been promoted into the same league as Bromley. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, I'm someone who's been an underdog, so. I'm just like, I don't need to go to the top clubs. I'll do my thing from here mm-hmm. and I'll show yeah, everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the energy I carry. So originally that was my thought process. Like, I ain't going nowhere. I'm gonna I'm gonna smash this league again with mm-hmm. the same boys in the in the conference prem. Um <clears throat> a lot of things were going on behind closed doors that luckily I kinda managed to get insight on. Mm-hmm. Um, which meant that it probably wouldn't have been the best move if I had stayed at, at Braintree at that moment in time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've had to now, I've had to, I've, I've had to really sit down and go within myself and understand what am I doing this for? Mm-hmm. Am I doing this from emotion or am I doing this from business? Because you can't mix both. Mm-hmm. And if I try and mix both, it may become detrimental to what I really want to mm-hmm. do. So. <clears throat> I had, to, I had to let go of the emotion and just think with my business head on and actually understand that probably would be a better move for me. Um, but the, the attachment I have to Braintree, like that that season at Braintree, I experienced like depression, mm-hmm. like mental health, like suicidal kind of thoughts and stuff like that. Like deeper, deeper, deeper issues. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, deeper experiences at Braintree where, and this is why I say as a family because they helped me get through mm-hmm. certain things. Some players don't even know. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? A lot of players don't know. Probably mm-hmm. this will probably be the first time I'm hearing about it. Yeah. Wow. Like I never, I've never really spoken on it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I, I think to be honest, it's not something that there's enough coverage on. Hundred percent in the sport. I feel like mm. so we we can look at this even from a more macro standpoint in terms of males in general. Mm. I, I I can't remember now exactly, but I remember reading recently like. Um, a statistic about the number of males that commit suicide mm. is like far higher than than, than females in the UK. No, yeah, to be honest, the stigma is breaking bit by yeah, bit. Yeah, But there's still a I lot more work that needs to be done. done. Yeah. And 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 I feel like you know, um, it's it's like very difficult for males. And and I want to go even a step further. Black males, yeah, hundred percent, to open up and, mm. and 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 speak about certain yeah. feelings and certain yeah. things that you're going through and like. It's like you're always expected to be, man, you know, yeah, 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 you know what I mean? front line, yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah. it. Um, so, so yeah, man, we really appreciate you, you, you being willing to speak it, about this it, kind of it, stuff. It is what it is, man, and it's important because <clears throat> for me personally, for what I experienced, yeah, this is how I dissect it. I think that like, my mentally, mm. I am 
I personally believe ahead of my 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 age or my time. Mm-hmm. So I'm able to deal with some things that I've that I've uh, witnessed other people unable to handle. Mm-hmm. So I said to myself, if I'm if I'm struggling this much and I'm actually usually on point mm-hmm. mentally. Mm-hmm. Imagine a person who yeah, isn't as yeah, strong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and I was saying to myself, like, I would never wish some of the things I've experienced. I'll never wish it on my my worst enemy. Mm-hmm. And like, and I think because of that feeling, and you understand how painful and how deep rooted that feeling is, you 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 know that you haven't got a choice. You have to say something. You have to speak yeah. up, or you have to let someone know you've experienced it. Because if it means you save one person's life, or you save one yeah. person's sanity, yeah, like that's enough. Do you yeah, know what I'm saying? It's it's true though. You even pointing out, especially in in black males, um, that's something I haven't really um, delved into the actual understanding or or the algorithm behind that. Mm. Again, maybe it might be environment, culture as well. Mm-hmm. So, so, so what do you think triggered it? Was it pressure, or you don't know? Or? No, I just I just had a lot of stuff going on in my life, yeah, which mm. um, I hadn't experienced before. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all I can say. Like yeah. some real deep stuff going on that I hadn't experienced before and, and nobody's spoken once. to me about these things mm-hmm. do you know what I mean I'm Nigerian so like with that with that cultural dynamic with Nigerians the fathers are just go-getters mm-hmm. they yes. don't really spend time nurturing and raising a man mm-hmm. do you understand mm-hmm. so it's like you go to work come home sleep do they go so it's like me and I've got three sisters mm-hmm. so especially I've, in our Age range, hundred, yeah, yeah, yeah. They've just basically came to England and then yeah, you gotta do, you gotta do, you gotta do to survive. Yeah. Of course, hundred yeah. percent. And it's like, I never, I, I just look at the dynamics of it. And three sisters, dad was just grafting, grafting, yeah. grafting. So I can't go and learn how to be a man from a woman. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? You can't. It's just. It's not. I can't teach a, my daughter or when I have a daughter. I can't teach her how to be a woman. Mm-hmm. I'm not a woman. Mm-hmm. So. This is where, as young black men, you find yourselves trying to find something to attach yourselves to. Mm. It might be the streets, yeah, it might yeah. be drugs, it might yeah. be alcohol, it might be football, yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. And majority of the time, it is the streets. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of your friends have the same dynamic. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. First generation, just come over. Your mm-hmm. parents are trying to make it happen. Do you know what I mean? Like you don't, your product of your environment. Mm-hmm. So you don't have certain certain structures in place so you have to go and find them yourselves and mm-hmm. this is where I feel like everybody comes together on the streets mm-hmm. and you form a family on the streets yes. and yeah. on the streets I get it you, with what you're dealing with on the streets you ain't got no time for emotion like emotion will get you killed yeah, like there's yeah. no time for it do you know what I mean and that's probably why we embed ourselves subconsciously with this mentality of men don't cry men don't do this men mm-hmm. don't do that suck it up no 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 but what about when you move out of that environment of the streets what about when you're laying in your bed at home like, do you know what I mean? At night mm. or five years down the line, you're not in the streets no more. You're in, you're in corporate. Do you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You don't have to have that mentality anymore, but you have never been, you've never had the download or the information yeah, yeah, on how yeah, to yeah. deal with certain experiences. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? So um, definitely, definitely um, demographic and, and culture mm-hmm. is a massive part to play in it. Um, but I just feel like as men, especially if you've, if you've experienced it as well, you have to just just play your part, man. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Just talk about, just do what you got to do. Play your part, though. Just try and change something. There's people coming after you. There's kids coming after you, and you don't want them. Like it's something I've pinned on my Twitter where like you don't want your children repeating your hustle. 
and that I was yeah, even talking yeah, financially, yeah, but yeah, yeah, you don't want your children having to repeat anything you've gone through. Like they yeah. should be got every every single generation that comes should be should be, should be, should be progressive be yeah, and yeah. elevated. Do you know what I mean? But that's so, what I'm trying to say. We're laying the foundation for exactly. our pre- mm. our people coming exactly. after us to have a better life than exactly. than what we've experienced. Mm. So and just to put so just to say as well, like I don't I don't ever look at my dad in a negative of course kind of, like, in a negative way mm-hmm. based on that because. Mm-hmm. By him doing that, it's allowed me to chase ball or to not have to, maybe to buy myself an extra three or four years before mm-hmm. I start thinking, shit, I need a job. Yeah, Do you know what yeah, I mean? So yeah. it's been, he's played his part in a progressive movement of my my surname, my family, mm-hmm. my bloodline. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to ask, like, mm. for anyone that suffers with mental health or something like that, is there any advice that you would give them on how to manage it and stuff like that? Or... Um, I feel like there's different aspects to it. Um, it depends. You might have mental health based on something you've seen. You might have mental health based on a relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, it might be you've lost a family member. I think they all come with different techniques in mm-hmm. terms of your healing. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A lot of my adversity and my mental issues came from relationship-based. So mm-hmm. I could I could give advice down that aspect okay. because I've experienced okay. it but I can't speak on something I haven't experienced okay. you know what I'm saying but um, yeah, it's hard we'll have to be a bit more specific in regards okay. to what we're referring mm, to because yeah, mm, mm. I can't speak on someone yeah, who's that you have, yeah. lost yeah, their yeah, mum yeah, and their dad and their yeah, sister yeah, in yeah, the yeah, same yeah. week because I yeah. haven't do you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah, yeah. obviously there's certain there's certain laws that so let's apply say throughout of, yeah let's say yeah generic you know maybe one or two tips on how to surpass the depression um um, you can't invalidate what you're going through because you place more weight and pressure on the thing you're trying to invalidate. You have to come... So for myself, I can't ignore my pain. I have to ask, why does this hurt? Because of this. Okay, why? Mm-hmm. Because of this. Why? To the point where I have to picture every single scenario. I may not even be hurting that bad, but I, I force my pain to understand what it is to get a holistic understanding of the the feeling and and then from there i'm able to kind of i'm able to problem solve from there so mm-hmm. so for me all right in, in a few words i'll say solitude mm-hmm. solitude is is key and sometimes you go into solitude by force not by choice and you don't recognize it's solitude um and you just think oh i'm alone in this thing i'm by myself i ain't got no one to talk to but the answers you really need you already know because if your friend's going through something and you speak to him, you'll give him the, per- the yeah. most exact, precise yeah. advice um, to help him get through that scenario. Mm-hmm. And this is the thing. Now, when you're experiencing whatever you're experiencing, you have to find a way to place yourself. And this is what I've started to do. I've started to talk to myself as like the fourth person. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So I'm speaking to me and giving myself advice. Like, mm. come on, bro. Like, you know what's, you know the algorithms here. You know yeah, if this yeah, happens, yeah. Yeah. And proper just... And it doesn't change me instantly. I always record it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have an impact instantly. I'll go home. I may, My head still may be gone. I may be whatever, right? But then as I continue to listen to that third, that fourth person voice, that third person voice, it reminds me... It's like I'm speaking to myself as mm-hmm. a friend. I'm taking myself out of myself mm-hmm. and, yeah. and analysing my life from a different perspective. Do you know what I mean? And that's mm-hmm. what you need sometimes. That's, that's what I'm trying to say. Don't you think, like, just human beings in general were so good at 
speaking on other people's problems. But we're so mm-hmm. hard on ourselves. Yeah, mm-hmm. we, we don't... Yeah, we we're don't so hard on ourselves. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. We're hard on ourselves. And we find it hard to advise ourselves. Yes, yes. But this is it's real. It's like, how do you... It's like, if I'm... If so, if you've got a needle and put a needle in your hand, you can't ignore the pain. Do you know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. or you stepped on a... You stubbed your toe on a bed. Like, you can't ignore the pain. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Yeah. It's, oh, you're, you're in, it's, it's real, though. You're in a physical body. Mm-hmm. You cannot ignore... Unless you're a Buddhist monk and you've been able to separate yourself from mm-hmm. certain whatevers, mm-hmm. you won't... You won't... You can't eradicate that. Yeah. So, you're going to feel it. Embrace it. Mm-hmm. And when you feel like you're in a better place or the pain has lessened a little bit, then... Assess it and problem solve it. How did the mm. pain come? Why do I feel the pain? Uh, what is it about the pain that I don't like? Like, you, for me, I just have to go within. And I'm not saying that like, I've got some perfect blueprint on yeah, how to yeah, deal yeah. with things because I don't. Do you know what I mean? I've just, still, I'm still dealing with things mentally, like daily. Mm. But um, you just start to see the patterns and you start to see, right, okay, this bad thing happened and then this good thing happened. This bad thing happened and then it put me here and this mm. good thing happened. And you just start to. You, that's when maybe you start building your faith. Mm. All these li- you you create your own antidote for your yeah. for your own healing. Do you know what I mean? That's what I think. Um, mm. And I was saying we were talking off air before we started the show. Like I've started to go into like self development and stuff like yeah, that, yeah. and incorporate some good habits as well. Those include like gratitude. Yeah. Praying. Yeah. Like when you wake up, pray. Yeah. You thank God for three different things. Yeah, I thank yeah, God yeah. for my family, my brother, my mum. Mm. Thank God for allowing me air to breathe. And mm. journaling things, as well. These things are not guaranteed. You yeah. Can, yeah. Like, mm. And journaling as well. Write down how you're feeling, mm. why you're feeling like this. And be proper open and transparent with yourself mm. because mm. I think that sets you on a good tone. And yeah. a lot of people are scared to be with their own thoughts. No, so 100%. they live unconsciously. You're always on the phone. 100%. You go to work, you come back on the mm. phone, Instagram, Twitter. So you're not actually having time to be with yourself. Yeah. We're, we're, we're in a time right now where attention is the new currency, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Before it was like respect and that. Yeah. Now it's just attention. Who can, whoever's making the most, whoever can draw the most attention, mm-hmm. will, we will allow you to monetize on it. So every yeah. bigger corporation will pay you. Yeah, mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? You Snapchat, you've got thousands of people watching your Snapchat, they'll yeah. pay you. Influences. Here, here, take this, take that. Yeah, you've got attention. Influences. Attention is now currency. Yeah. And it's never been like that. But mm-hmm. at the same time, Changes are constant. We can't fight that. If that's the way it is, then you have to just mold mm. to it. But it's true. Everything now is social media, and mm-hmm. everything draws you outside of yourself. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Everything is 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 external. And there's nothing really at the moment that's promoting internal work or Definitely. silence it's or just yeah. stillness. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so even just living year, life for for other people to yeah, please even, other people. Even mm. last year, one of my childhood friends, his sister committed suicide, mm. and he said he thinks one of the reasons is because of like social media. She's of an age where she should probably be getting married, mm. and she's seeing all her friends on pictures posting pictures of their husbands and their kids looking happy. And mm. again, what people do on social media. They're comparing someone's highlight reel with their behind yeah, the scenes, yeah. and they're thinking that's a very good yeah, analogy. The social that's media is not a good indicator of someone's life. Anyone can show you the best moment of course. Yeah, yeah. a still photo of them mm. in a Lamborghini, for example. But you don't know what's going on yeah. in the background. But that person can actually be depressed. Of course, yeah. I think it's important though to understand what it is, what social media is, before people become so invested in it. Do you know what I mean? 
like Snapchat, Instagram, you show what you want people to of see. Of course, of course. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? You show the best moment that perception. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but yeah. for me, it's like, why are you even watching these people? Of course. Yeah, do you but know what I mean, why are you why are you in a place where, like, I understand how it can imp- the influences it has. I, I get it, but I can only speak for myself. And for me, it's like if I ever get to a point where I'm looking at a, someone's picture or whatever video, and I'm thinking, and it's making me feel uncomfortable within myself mm-hmm. not like I'm I'm doing something wrong or I need to get rid of this yeah. do you know what I mean but then again yeah, I but some people don't have that mental strength as yeah, we were talking yeah. about self control yeah. you know mm-hmm. some people let's be honest in life it's all about comparing people compare each other mm-hmm. to that person yeah. to that mm-hmm. person so and comparison is the theft of joy man <laughs> definitely like, yep, you know? yeah. like so you're always going to compare even if you're not thinking about comparing yourself with other things automatically you will do that yeah. and when you start seeing things all the time every day it gets entrenched in your in your thinking but I think I think and this is where like I as I said I like to problem solve meaning like I always just ask why mm. I'm very philosoph- philosophical in my thinking I'm always asking why and trying to get to the bottom of the, mm-hmm. the barrel mm-hmm. and use the word embedded mm. Where does your embedding start? Your embedding starts at home when it comes to your parents. Charity you know begins saying? at home. Mm-hmm. And like, mm-hmm. as I'm getting older, I'm, I'm, I I trace back, what was I doing when I was young that has created me to be this way now? And mm-hmm. So saying that, my mum has always been like, my name is Mark Anthony. Even mm-hmm. when I used to say, when we're together and someone said, what's your name? I say, Mark. She's like, no, your name's Mark Anthony. Mm-hmm. Mark Anthony was a Roman emperor. Do you know what I mean? A Roman kid. So, you, so my mum has embedded that you're mm. a god, you're a... Mm, mm, do you know what I mean? Mm, you, you, you are powers for yeah, real. Yeah, yeah. So subconsciously, I've carried that into thinking like, I know who I am mm. or this is who I've been told I am. I can't... Whilst you're young, you, you your parents give you a name and that's what you've been told, so you carry that name. Mm-hmm. So it's the same way. If your parents told you you are the most amazing um, um, young man in this community and you're going to go on to do great... That's, that's all you can carry out because mm. that's all you've been told. So... Again, I feel like it starts from early doors. If 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 the foundation isn't right, and and you're 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 allowed to you're allowed to look at these things and feel like you're lacking something, you need to trace back on what what yeah, thought processes yeah. and what and what, what was embedded into me course, to have me course. at this place. Of you know that goes course. back to the inner work, being secure in yourself doing the right practices to make sure yeah. you're sure within yourself mm. because if you're vulnerable in yourself then social media just magnifies that mm. yeah 100% and, ju- and just to add to that as well I think it's very key um, that people realise that that, that are al- uh, also going through mental health that you know one you're not alone and mm. two there are people that care because mm. I think maybe there's an idea that some people have that you know you know, I, I'm better off ending my life because no one's going to care mm-hmm. anyway. And, and, and you know, these, the these kind of things, that they, the yeah, they yeah, really yeah. put things in perspective. Like, just just uh, similar to, to you, um, there's just uh, someone that I, I, I knew, a uh, work colleague um, who committed suicide two weeks ago, wow. um, which was, you know, you, you, you hear and you speak about these things, but, you know, when it's closer yeah, to home, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it, it's in yeah, a different way. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and really, that just made me just, like, open my eyes and, just see life in a very, mm. very different way, you know. Mm, so, so yeah, man, listeners, if, if there's any of uh, you that are listening in that, you know, you're going through something similar, like, don't be afraid to talk out about mm, it. Speak you know, out. Find, yeah. yeah, find someone to, to speak out about it. Don't suffer in silence. And also, I would also add that if you've got any, like, friends, 
that you don't hear from or that have gone into their show, reach out. Say, yeah. how are you doing? You're yeah, okay? Yeah, yeah. You don't mind if we go for a coffee or a walk or something yeah. like that? Because that could you be the difference. no idea, yeah. man, how much it could help. I, I, I see something the other day um, in regards to healing. Mm. And that a real, it says a real healer is somebody who um, creates the space for you to heal yourself. Mm. Do you understand? So there's nothing you can, there's nothing I can say to heal you. No one's here to save you. Mm. Like, no one's going to save you apart from yourself. No, you're, not your mom, yeah, your yeah. best friend, your girlfriend. No one's going to save you. And again, I feel that's a mentality that we need to um, adopt, that we are here to save ourselves. Mm-hmm. But don't you and, think... Sorry, just to ask the Rick, what, what Bush said. He said, um, or oh, I think Dej, like, just say hello to someone because that might be the kickstart for yeah, them word, to, to word, see word. Yeah, themselves. Yeah. You know it's what I'm true, trying to true, say? It's true, it's true. Or it's smart true. someone. Yeah. It's true. That might make their day for it's them true. to and actually... And it's free. You don't have to pay for it. Yeah. It's, it's true. But even by doing that, what you're really doing is showing somebody what they have within themselves. Mm, Do you know yeah. what I mean? That yeah, love, yeah, of course. Like, of course. You notice that when like, you're abroad, like, I've just come back from being away and when I see away, it's like, Everyone's like, hello, hello, mm. hello. You come back here and it's just rat race. As soon as I landed back in the airport, I'm just like cutting through and like, got things to do. And it's, it's mad. It's yeah. mad. We don't really take the time out to just... Say hello you know to I mean? someone. Mm. Okay, cool. So, so bringing it back to um, this uh, your career in this past season now. Um, so that, that decision to leave and go to Bromley then, how, how long would you say that that took? Was it something that you had to go over and over and over again just to work out the different variables for a longer period of time? How, how um, long would you say roughly if you could... I, I, I remember I went I went back home. I went to Nigeria um, for a couple of weeks. So I know I didn't make my... I didn't mention anything or come to a conclusion until I was back. Mm-hmm. So it was probably two to, two to three weeks um, mm-hmm. before conversation. The thing is, it wasn't about... It's not like there was a deal on the table and it's mm-hmm. like, I have to make a decision. It was either I'm staying or I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. And once I made the decision to, right, I've got okay. to go, that's when, yeah. do you know what I mean? It wasn't anything financial that had to sway me into the move. It was mm-hmm. just more of myself first. Um, and once I kind of acknowledged that, okay, this may be the best move for me, that's when I came back from holiday and said, yeah, cool, let's talk. Yeah. Um, see, yeah, see what we can do for next season. Cool, cool, interesting, man. Um, okay, cool. So now let's let's backtrack. So let's go. We 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 started at where we are at present. Mm. Let's rewind all the way back to when you first started kicking ball. <laughs> I used it to might be difficult. Yeah, it might be difficult. You know what? Yeah, you know, I remember. Might, do you yeah. remember the um? Do you know like the tennis ball? Balls, yeah, yeah, but the big ones, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. I just remember I used to clap up like my mum's pictures. Plants, <laughs> she yeah, used yeah, to just yeah. scream at me, Mark Anthony, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she just like, I'm taking to the park, like, I need to find, I need to find your team. Mm. Then I start, I was at six, so I was like, Pello and Bob Turgot was a manager there, and Andrew Early was there for ages. Um, was playing against clubs like Bromley and mm-hmm. Tulse Hill and whatever. This was tangentially back in the day. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> back in the day, these times I was playing up front. Um, Swear. Yeah, I was playing up front, man. I just <laughs> do my thing up front, man. Um, <laughs> Have so, you always been fairly tall, or was it like a period nah, of time where you just shot? No, no, I've always been tall. Oh, everyone, yeah. everyone starts up front. Everyone, <laughs> everyone, <laughs> I was cold, like when I, I was cold up front. Yeah. yeah. Like people think I'm a banner about it now. Like when I say, yeah, I can do a bit up top. Mm. I, I was a player. So I was a player. I miss it. I miss it. It's fun. It's fun. Anyways, um, so yeah, then, 
I went to Bromley from Pello, I think I was like 12 or something. Mm-hmm. Um, from 12 to 16, I was at Bromley. I broke my leg when I was playing for Bromley, actually. I think it was like wow. 15. Oh, Were you playing at five for Bromley? No, I was playing centre-back. Okay, fine. centre-back. Them times it was like seven aside or something. So it was like, we had like two at the back. Okay, yeah, 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 it wasn't 4-4-2, yeah, yeah, yeah. it wasn't 11 aside yet, <laughs> but yeah, centre back, um, broke my leg down at Bromley, um, and after that it was, yeah, it was a bit tricky, man, I had a, had a very long uh, recovery, mm-hmm. it took me a, a while to, to just be back, I come back early, I split my wound open again, had to do an op to close mm-hmm. it, then I had to do an op to take the pins out that they put in originally, so by this, by this time I was like 17, 16, 17, um, and to be honest, I didn't care about football. Like I just thought this is long. Mm. I didn't care. Do you know what I mean, um, mm. started. I like, went into other stuff. One time, Bob Turgot, my same manager mm. from Pelo, um, that's Blair Turgot's dad. So mm-hmm. Blair's okay. at Maidstone. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I slapped my second dad. One time he called me. He's like, oh. I can't reveal the conversation, but yeah, it's just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You, need, you need to go and get back into football, innit, before yeah. whatever. Um, just go to Bromley, the academy thing, innit? I'm thinking, mm-hmm. oh, I don't want to, I don't want to go, I don't want to kick ball. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> at this point in time, mm-hmm. what, where, where else was your mind? Like, what were you, were you thinking just, about pursuing another career? Just you... like, just, just money. Like, okay. do you know what I mean? Just making money, saving money, investing money. Mm-hmm. That was it. Um, so yeah, man, and just being a teenager, just living, mm. doing dumb things as well. Like. <clears throat> but um, so he's like, yeah, you need to go back to ball. So so I went to the Bromley Academy. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time, Mark Goldberg was calling me as well, saying, yeah, come down to the academy. I think he was first team manager at the time. Um, so yeah, won, won the lottery or something like that. I remember. Really. I don't even know. I yeah. think he was he was involved in Paris. I think. I don't oh know yeah, 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 yeah. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so then went to the academy, was playing there for a while. And even whilst I'm there, it's like, I'm playing with like a bandage kind of on my knee. Mm. I just didn't feel mm. like a footballer, mm. do you know what I mean? Again, I knew I could ball and everyone knew this guy's a player. Mm. But I don't know, I just thought, it's, I don't know, it doesn't really seem like it was for me. Mm. Um, left, left, left the academy now. And I was just like floating about, doing like reserve football, leather head. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bagshot Lee was playing first team football, Greenwich Borough, West Wickham, just mm-hmm. random, random teams. Um, and then I don't know what happened. I just said to myself one time, like, let me just, I'm still doing my thing and I'm not even trying. Let me just take this seriously. Mm-hmm. So um, at the time, me and my friend Ben Wilkes um, in college together, we were grafting, man, like triple sessions. Mm-hmm. We used to, um, and the power of the mind is an amazing thing. We used to have a place where we used to train in Dallas. We used to call it Carrington, Manchester United mm-hmm. uh, training yeah, ground. Yeah, yeah. And just trying to put ourselves in that mentality of like we're pros and yeah. like used to wake up like 5 a.m., listen to like motivational videos for an hour, go gym for like 6.30. So that was my routine for like for a couple of years. Um, whilst I was at like Greenwich Borough, mm-hmm. um, then I went there from Belvedere. Um, and then from Erith in Merston. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, from Eric Dulwich, from Dulwich, the loan to Merstham. Um So it's been, it's been a long journey, mm. um, and I feel, I feel like I've got a, a a greater understanding for the hustle of football because I've come from Combound counties, like yeah, proper. Yeah. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, it's been, it's been a, it's been an amazing 
journey so far. Yeah, so far, yeah, do you know what I mean? Because there's still um, so, so much yeah, more Yeah, shouts out to yeah. Gavin and Junior Dalich as well. They yeah, do yeah, a yeah, yeah. tremendous job for yeah. the community. Definitely. You know, people from, mm. you know, the background, South London, inner yeah, London yeah, yeah. kids, they do a great job in 100%. disciplining them Definitely. and instilling great values into them. Do you know both and I think Gavin can even manage at a higher, higher level. Yeah. He just needs the opportunity. So so both, both, both of you guys um, mentioned clubs that... For me, like, they are ingrained in, like, grassroots football. Like, mm. everyone from the area knows about those two everyone teams. Which is, which, yeah, do you know what I mean? Dulwich. It's yeah. like Dulwich, yeah. Hamlet everyone's and Fisher. Dulwich, yeah, Dulwich, yeah. Hamlet and Fisher, those yeah. are, like, the ends teams. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. everyone's, mm. like, gone there, like, learned, like, no, their they trade could, there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, and, and moved on to bigger and better mm. things. Do you know what I mean? So, so yeah. It's like, got a like great conveyor belt of talent that yeah. come through Dulwich and people playing in League One championship conference yeah. so they're doing an amazing job yeah 100% man um, and Mark Anthony just going back just slightly um, so I remember you just mentioned that basically there was like a moment mm. that you thought you, you came to yourself and you thought okay I'm, I'm balling I'm not even I'm not even like 50% whatever like mm. I could do so much more <laughs> was was there a trigger for that or was it just like I know as you, as you said you're someone who likes to think quite deeply so was it just one of those uh, passing thoughts that you had when you were thinking deeply or was there like something that triggered to make you think no nah, I need to I need to take this seriously I can't I, I don't know if there was just a trigger like that but I've always played ball mm-hmm. like I've never just stopped playing uh, well growing up anyways mm-hmm. in, in this in this timeline in which we're talking and I'd like to I'd like to say it was from seeing the players who are pro Mm. and knowing I'm better than some of these boys. Mm. <laughs> I may be wrong, but I feel... I, I, it wasn't one specific thing, but I know that was definitely a component of like, I'm better than this, I'm better than this guy. Yeah, yeah. Like, who are you? Do you know what I mean? And all these other, all these <laughs> other men, like, I think, why are you here? Yeah, yeah, But yeah. I'm not. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I said, you know what? I'm just going to graft. And mm. I just want to... And that's another thing for me. Um, I... I reflect a lot and upon reflection I'm recognising that I keep progressing. Mm-hmm. Every season I keep taking one more step up mm-hmm. or forget the level even in myself every, I feel like I'm getting better. Mm-hmm. Let me see how far my ability can take me. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I said all I want to do is I just it got to a point where I just said I don't want to have children that I'm saying oh yeah daddy used to do used to do, 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 do. Well, daddy mm. could have done do, mm-hmm. do, 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 do. do you know what I'm saying so I just said no I just have to just put it all in and yeah. just whatever happens happens I just want to know I've done everything I could do you know what I mean mm-hmm. and just play as high as my ability would allow me to play if it's if it was Ryan Prem if it's Conference yeah. South Conference Prem whatever League 2 Premiership, do you know what I mean? But mm. I just said to myself, just just be real to yourself, man, and just see what see where yeah, you can go with it. Like God, it. I just saw it as the Most High has given me something. Yeah. Everyone's got something. I could yeah. have been an artist. I could have been a singer, mm-hmm. rapper, but it's football. Yeah, like use it in it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Don't waste yeah. it. So. No, hundred percent. I want to throw in a random question now. Mm. Um, who's your footballing idol, or is there a player that you mold you try, like you mold your game according to? Do you know what? When I was playing like centre midfield, Yaya Torre. Okay. <laughs> and like, <clears throat> I remember back in the day when I was playing centre midfield, a lot of people used to be like, oh, you move like Yaya. Mm. You know what I mean? They don't expect me to have feet and things like that because yeah, I'm a yeah, high. Yeah. So Yaya. Where, where were you playing centre mid? What team were you? Greenwich like, Borough. Okay. Right. Uh, so they charged you out in centre mid? Greenwich Borough, yeah. 
mm. Aerith from Belvedere. But that was a bit of a mad look. And would you like more like, like a, a box to box or like a holding midfielder? Uh, just box to box, just get on it, play. Yeah. Just create. I was creative. As I said, from when I was young, I was an attacker player. Like, I got scouted mm. for, I think, West Ham and Mill as a striker. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But then I've gone in there and I've been told to say, I'll say you're a centre back. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So, right. that's what I'm saying. For me, I'm thinking. So, that's, that's what I'm trying to say. Do you think, like, I think they sim- um, had a similar thing as well. Like, don't you think these managers put you in a position where you don't want to play? And then sometimes you have that sort of regret that you should have pursued as a striker. No, nah, I'm a Let's striker, be real, though. I'm a like, centre back. Do you see this? this... <sighs> Boy. Put it this way, um, when you're when you're when you're black, mm. yeah, I know. Yeah, 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 I was trying to find a way yeah, to yeah, just yeah, kind yeah, of, yeah, do you know what I mean? But I'm just gonna keep it real. When yeah, you're black yeah, yeah. and on the eye, you look like you got physique and da da da. You're just deemed as runner, physical. Yeah. So yeah. you're put in positions to suit that. You're not mm. putting the glorious roles of ten dogs. Yeah. What yeah, black yeah. ten dogs? Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, you have to be absolutely raw to be filled in certain positions yeah. that usually get glorified. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, so yeah, what yeah. do you think we see that in the Premier League with, like, central midfielders, Gay, Kante... Sissoko, Pace, Power. That's true, that's true. But I still feel like the centre mid, is, you're still... You can still... They are still glamorous positions, in my in my opinion. Um, yeah, but the, the, the descriptive word they use to... to to describe these players, for mm. example, Garner Gay, he's mm. aggressive, he gets about the yeah, yeah, yeah. he does the dirty yeah, work. Yeah, yeah, it's not the pretty one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He cleans up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even Yaya Torre to agree, his pace and power, it was yeah. never his ability to thread a box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or... yeah. I, don't, I, don't know, I, don't know I don't know why it's like that. I don't know why it's like that. I have a theory, but... I don't <laughs> Yeah, so I just wanted to ask a question about, obviously, going back to non-league. What do you think the biggest mink misconception about being a non-league player is? The biggest misconception? Yeah. Like, so how do you combine it with work, going to training? Yeah, that's a very valid yeah, question. Right, so I've never worked and I've never played ball and worked. Okay. So I can't speak on that because I haven't experienced it. However, like when I say work, I mean like 9 to 5. Yes, yes. Like I may have been working on a project or trying to set up a business or something but um like non-league players like we're humans and like we're human i feel like for non-league players yeah and i say this for myself football something i do it's not who i am okay. meaning like this football isn't rewarding enough for me for it to consume my whole life okay if i was on mm-hmm. like 200 racks a, a, a week or a month or what that's different do you know what I mean? But I'm not. Mm. So football's just a component of your mm-hmm. life. So it doesn't and form your identity. No, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Mm-hmm. Um, not at all. Just to be clear on that, no way. No way. No way. I'd say something I do is not who I am. Um, mm-hmm. And it's something I've done and I've done for a period of time. But there are things I was doing before that and I was who I am before that. It's taught me lessons and it's helped me elevate and grow and been mm-hmm. an analogy of life. But it's not, it's not, it's not my whole existence. Um, I think for non-league players, it's just that sometimes it's hard. Like, for example, this time of year, you see players putting out highlight reels and what people say, call they'll call it being busy. Yeah. But these men are chasing a dream. They're chasing something from nothing. Like, they're human beings. Mm. 
if it was any other aspect of life, would you wouldn't um you, you wouldn't try and make it seem as if oh they're just being they're being too they're trying to pretend like they're a footballer mm. or like from young before I was before I was at Bromley or playing full time football I used to put I'm a professional athlete because okay. I train every day I do my thing but to some maybe like oh, why are you begging it why are you begging the the, okay. the title of a footballer okay. or an athlete yeah, yeah, or a professional yeah, yeah. and it's like it's non-league players like we we're the real ones like we make up the real foundation of the heart and passion in this thing because we got no other place we're doing it from do you know mm. what I mean we ain't, been, we ain't had a silver spoon mm. in our mouth like yeah, we're really yeah. grafting from the bottom of our of, of, of our of everything do you mm. know what I mean um, so one thing I was to say just to give him just give him a break man like only players give us a break um, um, we're not we're just trying to make something happen do you know what yeah. I mean? trying to make something of our lives like and why you, why do people discredit it or or try and make someone feel shit about it mm. is that right to swear? yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> try to make something like feel yeah. shit about yeah, it yeah. feel shit about it but it's just it's it's, it's a hustle for them mm. do you know what I mean um, yeah man we're human mm. beings like. it's funny you say that because I was speaking to someone at my gym and they used to be a Man United season ticket holder mm. And they said that they used to spend a lot of money traveling, watching mm. games. And one day they just decided, you know, let me take my son to watch Maidstone. Mm. And since that happened, he's never gone back to Manchester yeah, United yeah, yeah. since. Like, yeah. He fell in love with the whole atmosphere, yeah. the proximity, being so close to the players. And in my opinion, I believe in the non-league, that's where the heart and soul of the win. When you get up the pyramids, it's like a... Sanitised. Yeah, sanitised. 100%. Like, that's why no Warnock always comes out. I don't enjoy the Premier League. It's yeah. more sanitised product. It's mm. all airbrushed. You yeah, know? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's where you get the, yeah. the real foundation of the that, game. So, yeah, speaking to people from the non-league, I think you get a better picture of what football is like. Because mm. when you get up... You know, you don't get that human connection. Yeah, yeah word, word. It's 100%. all everything they say. It's all programmed. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I used to say that. I used yeah. to say that from young. Corporate. Though, when I was speaking yeah. to the boys. I used yeah. to be like, football at those higher levels just seems so robotic. Yeah. Yes. Side to side, and then yeah. like, no, you're just gonna take the ball and just one, two step over and beat a man. And do you know what I mean? Mm. People like the people do that. People like Tarak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was watching a highlight with the other day, funny enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Talented guy, man. It's weird. Like, at the top, I feel like it's very struck. I don't know. Maybe it has to be like that because it's so. The quality is different. Yeah. Any small stuff. I don't know. I haven't yeah. been there in it. But. I, but I, I echo that. Even like when I go to games and I watch it, it seems so. That, yeah, may, may, maybe also my 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 I, my opinion is biased because I'm an Arsenal fan, <laughs> um, and yeah, it just feels very much much of a muchness at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I I definitely echo that that, that sentiment, man. You know, I, I had a um, like something I wanted to to clear up. So just like going off what you were talking about just now in terms of like it being a full time graft and stuff. So. Is that the case for all non-league players, or do you have players that also have like side hustles, like work as well? In, no, hundred. No, in conjunction with yeah, no, football? a lot, a lot of players. Majority of players is football and work, mm-hmm. and it's not just it being work. It's just football and another means of survival, meaning yeah. another way to make money. Do you know what I mean? Everyone's everyone's situation varies. Some yeah. people may work, some people may not. Um, How many times do you not train a week? Where? At Bromley? Yeah, for example, at Bromley. Um, at Bromley, four. Four, four times, times a week? Yeah, oh, I, I thought it was like twice. Or yeah, that's what no, I thought. No, well. see, Braintree was twice. 
Okay. Rachel's like everywhere I've been has been twice. Okay. Apart from Dunnett, this is what I'm saying. <laughs> what they're not doing down there is different because and you see why players make it out if you yes, really want it. Yes, yes. Like on I remember I used to train on the Monday with the young boys as well. Do you know what I mean? And again, like Gav and Cads create an environment where don't bring your ego in here because we'll mm. chew you up and spit you out. Do you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, You're yeah, best yeah, coming yeah. in with Come no from. ego, Come from. ready to work. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to go, if you want to, yeah, you want to go in the league, cool. Are you going to do an extra day on a Monday with the young boys? Or, or are they too young for you? Or mm. do you know what I mean? You're too good for it. Do you know what I mean? And this mm. is why what they're doing is unbelievable. Mm. Um, again, like your ego, your ego is something that can prevent you from doing and going where you yeah. need to go. Do you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> But yeah, sorry. Um, everywhere's been two days a week, apart from Dulwich. They had the extra days on if you wanted them, mm-hmm. and obviously Bromley being full time. Okay. Yeah. So, so, and and the 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 point I'm trying to I'm I'm trying to get at is so obviously some people do it full time, some people um have something else on the side. Does essentially let me just let me just like say it plain yeah, and just straight. Be real, yeah. Do you earn enough playing non league to sustain you? Uh, at this current moment in time, yeah, no. Like, what's enough? Mm-hmm. That's, that's, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. For the things I want to do in my yeah. life, like enough is is enough when my children's children are good. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm grafting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I'm grateful. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful. It's still a job. Do you know what I mean? And that's the thing. When you're when you're when you're chasing your dream, or whatever you're thinking, yeah, I want to make it, and I'm gone. Mm. Ah, cool. I can essentially say, in a, in the aspect of my, I don't care what anybody else says. Mm-hmm. Like in terms of my footballing achievements, it's my own. It's my own opinion that matters. I would say I made it in regards to where I've come from and where I am now. I'm mm-hmm. playing yes. full time football, and all I said to myself is, I just want to wake up, go to football, train every day, and get paid for it. Mm-hmm. In my own self, I'm successful. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. But being there is like, okay, life still goes on. There's still more to do. For me, mm. it's, it's relative to, to what people want for themselves. For yeah. me, I'm not I'm not good until my kids kids are good. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And unfortunately, at this moment in time, I'm not receiving that money from yeah, from my football yeah, club yet. Do you know what I mean? So that's why there's other things that I've got to do and work on and and, and, and be involved in to, to try and create that financial freedom. In the non-league, only I think a few of the teams are full-time or some are part-time, right? Or... In the National League, yeah. all of them are full-time, it's probably okay. apart from like three. Braintree weren't full-time, uh, Maidenhead weren't full-time. Um, Braintree um, got relegated this yeah, season right yeah, here. Yeah. Um, so, another question, um, I think Salford and Leighton Orient got promoted. Yeah, yeah. So, playing against them, how do you think they're going to fare in league football? I know um, Salford have obviously got the class of 92's yeah, money yeah. behind them, so they're probably going to fare well and keep going up the league. So how do you think they're going to do? I think they'll be all right. If they can keep their, their core of what made them successful, they'll, I think they'll be fine, man. Mm. I think mm. when you've gone up, it's different. It's, mm. you, you don't often see a team go up and come back come back down the next season unless there's been massive changes. Braintree, for example. Yeah. I know if, if we kept the same squad, they like we wouldn't have gone or they wouldn't have gone down. Mm. Um so I feel like the the structure, the infrastructure they have, um, Leighton and Salford, you won't see them go back down mm. at all. Um, and I think Leighton have got Justin Edinburgh as well. He's yeah. managed in the league yeah. League One and League Two, yeah. so he's obviously yeah. got experience in that field, yeah. Mm. Mm. So yeah, that, mm. that's interesting. And also, yeah, going through your Twitter, mm. you're always dropping jewels, jewels of wisdom. That yeah. sometimes I read them yeah. and I think, wow, yeah, that makes sense. It makes mm. you, um, you know, think. So yeah, operating a so, different frequency, man. So it's like so, self development, motivational stuff. Is that a route that you go down as well? That to like, um, 
are you asking if that's a route I got what after ball? Yeah, like or something that you're passionate about, like spreading, you know, Message. positive messages to people yeah. in spoken word or funny you say spoken word actually, but mm-hmm. I I I just um my head just I've always got something in my mind, I'm always thinking about something and sometimes I share it, mm-hmm. sometimes I express it. Um um I definitely feel like we can impact each other's lives mm. and we can do a lot more collectively than individually. Definitely. Um, and I feel like people are people attached to frequency and energy. Yes. And I if agree. you don't put it out there, there's nothing for people to attach mm. to. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So um, I don't know. To that sort of stay true is one of my main mottos. Um, just be real to yourself. Just express whatever you want to express. Mm, I see that a lot with you on Twitter as well. Mm. Anyone that's doing well, anyone that's had a big move, you yeah. just have. No, hundred. Love, yeah, yeah. hundred. Like, yeah. More times because like you represent the hustle. Do you know what mm. I mean? You represent. Hustling, you represent what we're yeah, all yeah, doing. Yeah, like, yeah, we're yeah. all here grafting. Like we're all here grafting. Do you know what I mean? When one makes it, essentially, an aspect of everybody makes it. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like if. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's my boy. Like, your champ. You, yeah. you, he will go in the prim. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But if if we're all pushing if, and it's that it's that crab in a bucket um, analogy. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? All of us are in a bucket. Everyone's trying to get out. You see someone getting up, but you're pulling him down. Mm-hmm. Instead of and Jay Z said it. Instead of like one crab coming out and then helping another crab to come out. Yeah, help, do you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, East yeah. now where he is. Everyone yeah. pushed that call. Cool. So I might have a clothing. So I might have a um, a financial yes. a financial company so I yes. might have uh, so I might do music yeah. then it's for those people in them places who've already got out the bucket to help elevate mm-hmm. those people yeah, do you know what yeah, I'm saying yeah, and it's so just, yeah. you just push yeah, the movement true, do you know what I mean true. we can all win together yeah, all, our kids, all our kids at some point maybe interacting with each other as well yeah, do you know what I'm saying so yeah. why not have everybody in a better place do you know what I mean that's the key message for me today we can all win together it's, yeah. it's about collaboration the is the best. Yeah, but I thought what stops that is that we think very small we think very short term and I don't know where this comes from like proper belief systems, maybe be religion where you only live once, you go to heaven. Like I don't believe in that. I believe far further than that. So mm-hmm. for me, it's like I ain't living for today because I'll be I, I may experience this again in a hundred years. If it's not me, maybe my children or my children's children's children. So mm-hmm. I'm not frightened to plan for ten years now. Where five years ago, maybe, maybe yeah, maybe like ten years ago, I'll say to myself, right, like I can't. I can't picture me planning something and saying ten years later. Yeah, that's yeah, long. Yeah. Yeah. But now it's a different perspective. Where ten years late, ten years is around the corner. Do you know what mm, I mean? Yeah. Um, so yeah, man, we just got to stay. We just got to stay productive in what we're doing and thinking further than today. Mm, keep supporting you know each mean? other. hundred percent. Positive vibes. Positive 100%. energy. Positive frequency. That's it. Because if if you look at other communities as well, like within the Jewish community, mm. the the Asian community, those guys lay a, blue, a blueprint, man. Like 100. they're they're, they're all about community and one helping out another and and, and working together to, for everyone to be elevated. So hundred, it's, it's definitely. But this is why I feel like what you lot are doing as well is amazing because, like, I can't help you out. It's like me playing for Bromley, and my boy saying, "Get me in the squad." Mm. Mate, I'm not the gaffer. Yeah. I'm not the chairman. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. pay your wages. <laughs> I'm. Not, I ain't got no ownership or no uh, responsibility for this corporation. I can't. Do you know what I mean? I can't help you. So this is where it's important for us to create extensions of ourselves mm-hmm. in the business um, in the business field. This this here is an extension of you guys. You have ownership of this. You can mm-hmm. do whatever you want. Do you know what I mean? If 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 yeah. if there was someone coming up who needed something done and 
and, and when you lot reach the heights that you're going to, mm-hmm. you can plug yeah. people who are coming through and yeah. put them, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah, that ownership comes in as well where we have to create for ourselves and, and people are talking about racism and all this stuff. Like, let's be real. Like, if, if this was, if everything was in Nigeria, mm. you're not going to have an Englishman coming and being the CEO of mm-hmm. your, your biggest bank. You're not going to, you're going to yeah, keep yeah, it within yourself. Yeah, so yeah, is it really yeah. racism or is it just mm. group economics? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah it's true. You know what I mean? It's how you see it, isn't it? It's perception yeah, and how you view the world, yeah. yeah. 100%, man. All right. Um, so, man. <laughs> this was, uh, yeah, I love yeah. this one. I knew it was going to be good. I was yeah, saying to man. Don Budge that I'm really looking forward to this one. And very, very different. Just how on Twitter you were dropping jewels and it was very engaging. I enjoyed it. Mm. It was a pleasure to spend time with you today. Thank you, bro. You yeah, too, man. Absolutely, you man. As well. Thank mm. you very much for coming pleasure. on uh, Mark Anthony, man. Um, yeah, it's not it's not every day that we're, we're, we're graced by the presence of, mm. of such of, insightful yeah, knowledge. Yeah. And, I mean, and it's funny because people think footballers, they're just, there's nothing they just, to it. They're they're just, just, what, they don't understand that there's so many layers of yeah. footballers. Of course, we spoke about mental health, we spoke about your rise coming up, challenges that you faced and it's been so, so engaging, man. I've yeah. enjoyed it. Thank you. 100%, man, 100%. So we want to... Uh, wish you all the best for the season ahead, Thank man. You. Thank you. Um, and, and 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 you know we hope and pray that the, the the progression continues. And you know who knows where you'll be playing the season after next. You. you know what I mean. Thank you. Um, but onwards and upwards, man. Thank you, bro. Listeners, thank you so much for listening until this point in time. Um, before we sign out, we're just gonna plug the the Twitter um, podcast underscore TBG. Please continue to follow, share, comment, like, retweet, do all of that. Your engagement is more um, is most welcome. Um, thank you again for listening until this point. Over and out until the next and episode. Use the hashtag. Oh, TBG and use the hashtag TBGPodLike.com. <laughs> yeah, I haven't forgotten anything else, have I? No, no, <laughs> All right, over and out, man. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet, but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know it's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.